0: Welcome to The Habit Queen. I'm your host, Anya Perry, a work-life balance wellness coach, entrepreneur, and athlete. My goal is to help busy, driven women like you to feel incredible every day while they are pursuing their wildest dreams. If you're ready to take some powerful steps and build simple, rock-solid habits, overcome stress, and multiply your physical and mental energy, you've come to the right place. Tune in each week and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods and tools you need to use in order to create beautiful, healthy and harmonious life you adore. I truly believe that you can have it all. Thank you so much for joining and let's begin. Hey beautiful, so I hope you're having a beautiful week. And if you had played today, I am so curious what brought you here. If you could think about one or two distractions that always seem to sidetrack you, would you be able to tell me what they are? Or tell yourself what they are. Before we dive into this episode, it's gonna be juicy. I'm gonna share all of my productivity hacks and high-focus hacks as the Habit Queen. You know, I am thriving in the fast-paced environments and I do a lot of things and I do take pride in staying pretty darn focused, but it hasn't always been the case. So stay tuned for that. Two disclaimers. I have a disclaimer for you. This is not medical advice. My lawyers make me say it, but this, if you are having challenges with ADHD, anxiety, severe mental challenges, mental health challenges, please talk to your doctor about this because I am teaching you from this scope of coaching from a perspective of a coach who helps you build habits who helps you adjust the mindset but then you may face something much harder that will require a little bit of help but you remember you have me on your team as a coach at all times and second thing if you feel like this is the time for you this is February now And if you feel like you set intentions and goals for specific habits, for managing your stress better, for eating better, for focusing on exercising, and you already feel like you're losing traction, this is the time for you to ask for help and maybe do things differently. You're in luck with me because I have a couple of spots this month they are not gonna last. Looks like people are really, my business has been picking up and people just wanted to work with me more found today's today someone found me on Google I was so happy with that considering I have a brand new website with all of that being said if you feel like this is the time for you to stop waiting and start doing things I only work with action takers I work with women who are committed to doing things I work with women who are not afraid to ask for help so I'm here for you I have a couple of spots in the equilibrium which is spoiler alert, is going to be a group program by the end of the month. But you can get my one-on-one attention this month. And this program has been life-changing for women who went through it. This is my signature methodology, taking you from overwhelmed, all over the place, stressed out, habits out of the window to the state of feeling grounded, feeling at peace, feeling nourished, feeling energized, feeling happier in your skin. And you know, the best part about it, from what I hear, is the fact how much change it can create around you. I literally just had a client who got a new job, started a business while she was going through this program. It's mind-blowing. So I'm going to share the link in the show notes. I also have to tell you that cost-wise this is probably the lowest it will ever be to work with me one-on-one so closely because this program is fairly new but it does have all my signature methodology I've developed in the last nine years. So get on it, get on it quick. You get a special discount when you sign up in the next week or I think until February 10th, 11th or so. So check it out. And let me know if you have any questions. Of course, you can hit me up on Instagram or send me an email, which is also linked on the website. All right, that's out of the way. (laughs) Now let's talk about how you can avoid distractions and stay focused. I have a confession to make. I had a severe case of anxiety. If you've been listening to the podcast and I've shared a story many times that I was not even diagnosed and I was not even self-diagnosing it. I just thought that was a worry warrior. That was who my mom was. That was who I was until I was 28, 29 or so. For me, distractions were the place of comfort. Distractions were that warm bath you just sink in, that first feeling, or you sit with a cup of coffee first thing in the morning, that feeling of comfort and tenderness and attending to my needs. Yet, I'm looking back and thinking how much anxiety and worry and negative thoughts, distractions caused for me in the past. I didn't have good history in dating because every time I was getting myself in relationships that were not, they were dysfunctional, they're not serving me. And honestly, I look back with all the love to the girl that I was, used to be. And I think that was because I was not respecting myself enough and not loving myself enough. So it was just transpiring in relationships. It's almost like embarrassing to admit it to, on the podcast with I don't know who you are listening to this, but I don't mind because that's part of my story and I know some women struggle with it. I had times where I was picking up my phone 100, 120 times a day, unlocking the screen because I know the number count, you can look it up now, and finding the fact that I've been scrolling I've been checking for messages. I've been waiting for messages from someone I was dating. I was more controlling, more obsessive about not feeling loved, not being loved, and not feeling respected. I could have spent all of that time and take all of those distractions and focus on myself. But for me, it was a practice. Like it was really hard. It was really hard to study. I always had multiple tabs open on my computer. It was, I had a cat that would find myself petting my cat for 40 minutes, then going outside, then picking up the mail and doing whatever it takes. Instead, I was avoiding that deep work. I was really avoiding loving myself, respecting myself. And this is a deeper challenge, right? If you're f- focusing right now, it's just like, in a way superficial challenges. Maybe you just have someone distracting you at work, distracting you at home, your kids are screaming, your dogs are barking, those are smaller things. But I'm talking a little bit more about deeper distractions. And I've worked with so many women in the last year who told me that either, they were either just diagnosed with ADHD Or they have a really monkey mind going at all times. And they struggled with it so much until they realized. And it also leads to procrastination and things not getting done and stressing over. It's like a perpetual cycle that builds on itself. And you have this huge snowball rolling at you and you want to scream because... You've done that. Okay, I'm speaking from my experience. I don't mind sharing it. It felt, in a way, embarrassing. It felt horrible. And again, I was a successful person on paper. But under the surface, I was so struggling with that time blocking and things like Pomodoro Technique, all of those things are great. They may or may not work for you right away. So this episode is actually dedicated to kind of walking you through, in a way, a methodology or um things, steps you can take if you already try things, things and they didn't work, try different methods and they didn't work for you. So I want to explain the monkey mind term. This is a Buddhist principle. This refers to us feeling restless, confused, unsettled. It's often perpetuated or propelled in a way by the inner critic that lives in a part of your brain. And again this ties back to my personal experience and the experience of my clients who are so hard on themselves who are perfectionists who are type A's who are women who see things in black and white light only it's also the part of the brain that if you think about it deep enough I'm gonna make you think you know that's me it's most connected it's the most connected to your ego and that often just has a contention point with you can't do anything right. You can't. It's just like, no, you're going to mess it up again. You're going to have it up again. And this is going to be so stifling and restrictive to your creativity, to breakthroughs, to getting deep work done, to, getting, to being productive and to being following through on your passion. So what's important to you? Because your monkey mind feels like, you don't see me, you don't hear me. I have all of these challenges, but you keep like clicker route down. You keep going on social media and it's just, it's a lot of effort and discipline and self-control to quiet it down. So what we often do, we just continue feeding it or we start yelling at ourselves, hey, hey, Anya, focus, come on, focus. When I had anxiety, I wore a rubber band to stop myself every time I started obsessing over things that were out of my control. But honestly, I had a bruise on my hand and I was still on my on my wrist and I still couldn't figure that out. So you, my challenge was to, that's what I learned in this 10-year journey, to quiet my monkey mind. Sometimes, trust me, it still comes up. It's still, if I had a cup of coffee that was stronger than it should have been, woof, It's gonna be really crazy, but I do know how to handle it now, and I do know where it comes from. So there are two things, right? We're talking about physical level and deeper level. We're talking about physical level to quiet your mind and ground yourself, so calm it down. So, and that's, you've heard about it, that's the practice of mindfulness, It's the practice of being present. Oh my goodness, it makes me so happy that more and more women I see when they fill out forms for me or when they see ask questions on social media, they say they just want to be more mindful and present, but then they can't because kids are screaming and the job is stressing them out or someone said something or they have to think about the next item on to-do list, right? It's really, really hard. Um, So I'm going to tag a couple of resources for you in the show notes. Check them out from mindfulness. So that's the first piece and I'm not actually going to I'm gonna address this and the tips I wanna to give today. But it's also the environment, it's also the deep work that needs to be done. Like in my case, it was understanding what am I distracting myself from? What is it I don't want to see? What is it I need to see and dive in to understand myself? You're on this planet to understand yourself. You're not on this planet to understand why someone didn't text you. All right. You can tell I'm on fire today. I did have a really good cup of coffee this morning, (laughs) but I'm not distracted. Let's continue with this. Here's a fun statistic i read somewhere. I wanna share this with you. Nearly three out of four workers, 70% or so, 75, admit that they feel distracted at work, and 16% of people state that they almost always feel distracted. That's like one in six people? maybe I was one of them <laughs> maybe you're one of them that's okay we're gonna conquer that together so let's get into the practical things that you can do and as usual I'm gonna I possibly will rub you against the grain here I'll share things that I think about and I share things that worked for me in my practice but this is what worked and I think this is the beauty of it once you learn how to work it it works for you long term you can always go back to it so don't shy away from the, these tips Make sure you take a notepad and pen, take notes, and uh, if you like this episode, remember to go on iTunes and leave me a rating and review. I've been getting so many notes from you guys saying that you love the podcast, share the love. I want people to hear this, and it's not for my ego. I just really love creating content that makes you feel good, that makes you feel like you can do this, you got this, you can do it one thing today that will make a huge difference in your life, in your relationships, in your health. All right, I'm through. Let's go. There are gonna be seven of them. The first one is to be ready to do a little bit of work. Ugh, yeah. If you were to tell me 12 years ago, 10 years ago, I would be rolling my eyes at you and saying what work. (laughs) Now I just need to close the tabs and not check my phone. That's only a surface thing. Being ready to do a little bit of work with it, that means you'll need to be committed, you'll be having bad days when you're still in cookaroo town, you're gonna be having good days when you're feeling productive and good, just like any habit. But be ready to work on it because you'll be getting tested all the time. By the time you set your time blocking and ready to focus, someone is gonna, some emergency is gonna come up. Same thing, the parallel with diet. You're just doing so well, someone invites you over, they don't have what you eat and you freak out. Same thing. Practice. Practice and ready to readiness to do the work and recommitment is gonna make a huge difference. The second one is to have clear goals for what what are you working on. Because if you're if I was to ask you, so what are you working in the next hour? What does it go from there? Why are you doing that? If you tell me I don't know, I'm just doing this because it needs to be done, it's my, on my to-do list that's not an aligned goal. You have to understand the reason and not for everything. Like we go to the bathroom, we don't we don't need the reason to go to the bathroom. I don't know where the bathroom humor is coming from, but bear with me. So the, having a clear goal for next day and having it aligned with what you do, knowing why you're doing things. This morning, I had a clarity session with someone who wants to sign up with me as a, as a, as a coach. And it was important for me to have high energy and the full focus on it so I said 30 minutes before the session 30 minutes after the session so I can be present with that person to talk for me it's feeding into my bigger goals to have more clients to help more people to change the world see the big picture okay and when the goal is not aligned with you if you're saying that I hate my job I can't stand this I can't focus on this I hate doing this all of that you can find joy in tasks that don't bring you joy once you start looking for deeper reasons of them being there. Not everything brings joy. I hate doing taxes and I can't stand doing any governmental forms. I think I have PTSD from doing so much immigration work as I did before. I also hope you guys don't hear I hope you don't hear the wind that's going on in Napa. We have stormy winds and I hope this episode is clear enough. That's have clear goals and align them. They have to be aligned on your mind, body level so you don't feel resistance. If you feel resistance, it's gonna evoke pain. And if you're feeling pain, you're not going to be willing to work on this. You will be distracted. So set goals. And sometimes the, you'll need to go through that to do a shitty list that needs to be done. But find joy on the other end of these, this list and task or sprint. The third one is to make your space fun, comfortable, and clear, not cluttered. Our environment, especially for women, is gonna be screaming at us. My office is almost always pristine. My kitchen might not be, being honest and real here, but my office is because I can't stand clutter. I can't work and be present with my clients. I can't create, write, record, shoot videos when I'm surrounded by clutter, dust, dirt, whatever. So having that environment, your environment is gonna be asking you to fix me. This is not right. You're not doing it well. Those pillows need to be fluffed. And Alison Armstrong talks about it so much. I love her dearly, check her out. So make your space, fun comfortable. Number four, I don't even know. There are tips, tricks, tasks for you. Single task. Ah, oh, this one is gonna be so, so, so hard. Because if you're a busy woman like me, if you want to a lot if you have a lot of responsibilities, if you feel like you're responsible for everything, this is going to be the hardest but yet the most rewarding thing you can do. That means if you can dedicate 30 minutes to this challenge, to this task, do it. You will do it faster. Distractions take I think 200 to 300 percent of the time for us to restore to the initial point to go back to the task we were doing. How are you going to do this? I don't know. You may need a sign on your office. You may need to ask for mommy time in the bathroom without little hands under the door of your bathroom. You may have to ask for help. You may have to hire help. You may have to be creative to single task. But once you do how you do one thing is how you're going to do everything and doing one thing well, it's going to be so much more efficient that keep coming back to that thing because you are interrupted. Again, I work with women who work from home most of the time or who are super busy and they come home and they still have a lot to do. So that means if they can do it, so can you. Number five, find ways to ground yourself. If meditation is not your thing, practice just emptying your mind practice sitting and the quiet i love engaging all the senses when i do this because i do struggle with meditation not because i have i i probably just i just like different ways of meditating than the benefits of different ways for me for example breath work or going on long meditative walks i feel more energized and positive than just listening to a 15-minute meditation although i do have a few favorite tracks i use and they're longer usually they're not shorter meditations But finding ways to ground yourself can be as simple as just being in the moment for 30 seconds. Start there and then add more, add more, add more. You can engage your senses with essential oils, I don't know, crystals, rocks, something nice and cozy, maybe a blanket over you, maybe a cup of tea nearby, maybe your favorite scent, whatever this may be. You can take a bath and be present there without being on your phone, okay? so engage in your senses all of them smell touch taste um so emptying your mind emptying your mind is going to physically help you to take that part of the brain actually use that energy that you've been using for squirrely things and use it efficiently and effectively number six nourish your body on the physical level you hear me talking about this and I will be until I'm blue in the face because this is fundamentals these are the things that if you're eating a lot of sugar you are gonna have more anxiety inflammation and monkey mind is gonna go bonkers bananas so that's that's fitting right monkey mind and bananas so eat for energy eat things that make you feel good everybody I ask you know the answer it's not processed food, it's not sugar, it's not things that inflame you, stuff you, make you bloated and fatigued and brain fogged. You know what they are. Eat them. Hydrate. Get some good sleep. So you're just a little bit sleep deprived and thinking, I'm going to catch up on the sleep deficit on the weekend by sleeping in. It doesn't work this way. Actually, research shows the sleep deficit is not something you can catch up on. It's the consistency of your sleep that's going to give you the energy, keep you grounded, keep you stable, keep you centered. I love moving my body as well as the huge part of nourishment. I'm recording this standing up because it gives me good energy. It gives me soul focus on one task to talk to you about this shit that is important. Nourish your body, nourish your mind. And the last one is a trick that I've developed with a few of my clients who did struggle so much. Um, they already understood the reasons for their procrastination and lack of focus and jumpy mind and how distractions affected their lives and their businesses and their jobs and their kids and all of that. But they just felt compelled to get on Instagram and get lost on uh, in reels or felt compelled going down the rabbit hole of I know I'm trying to perfect this, but I need to fix this now, and oops, three hours later, time that you'll never get back and you're frustrated with yourself. So we developed this thing called a waste time window. A waste time window is a time on your calendar or in your day that you will waste intentionally. Like, seriously, I'm just gonna be bored and waste my time. I'm gonna intentionally distract myself. And what it does, it gives you permission because we hate being, destric- being restricted, it gives me permission to waste that time. It might be an hour for some people. For me, it's 15 minutes before I go to bed, before I turn my phone off. and I don't watch anybody's stories until that time. And then I go and watch stories of people who inspire me or light me up or fire me up or make me laugh. And I do that for 15 minutes and I'm through. Throughout the day, I know I'm not gonna, I can't afford this because I can't get my time back, and time is precious. That's the only resource I have, and it's a resource that is not replenishable. So I'm using my energy wisely, and it worked really, really well. So it's a waste time W A S T E, the waste time, like a waste basket. Waste time window to do trashy things that don't support your goals. Being blunt today, because I don't know, blame. A Nitro cold brew that kicked my butt this morning and made me feel super inspired and focused So I've shared quite a few things today. I'm gonna to repeat these seven steps if you're still taking notes I hope you are So be ready to do a little bit of work and also find what works for you because it's gonna be different for everybody Have clear goals that are aligned with you makes you space physical space fun and comfortable single task ground yourself, nourish your body, and have a waste time window. If you enjoyed this episode, please screenshot it, post it on social, tag me at anya.perry. Go check out The Equilibrium. I'm stoked about this program. I feel like there's nothing like this in the market in terms of health wellness and mindset coaching. And if you want me to be your personal mindset trainer, I'll be there for you. I'll talk to you next week and I hope you have a beautiful week.